Welcome to the Coach Man Show. In this week's episode, we'll be discussing the transfer window so far. As uh, we're all living in these very different circumstances with the coronavirus, it's uh, been a quite unique transfer period so far. So we'll do a quick recap. Uh, we'll go over some of the games that were played last week and what we have to look forward um, beginning Friday. I believe we will have some uh, Europa League qualification games. Uh, but let's start with a transfer window so far. Let's do a quick recap. Um, as far as I know, all the clubs have decided that October 5th would be the last day of the transfer window. Not a lot until then. Um, not sure how many surprises we'll have in the meantime. But let's just uh, start off uh, with Thomas Meunier that went from PSG on a free transfer to Borussia Dortmund. I think that it was an incredible transfer to get this guy for free. He is an incredible defender. Uh, he's usually playing on the right-hand side. Um, he is absolutely amazing. Um, I've seen him play a few times in PSG. Uh, really, really good quality, and uh, I don't know why would you let a, a guy like that go for free. Moving on to Pablo Mari, who went from Flamengo to Arsenal uh, for about $16.5 million. Um, the Gunners uh, will look for, for uh, defensive options as <laughs> David Luiz's performances were pretty poor recently. Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure this guy is going to settle in, uh, this, this new, uh, new uh, Brazilian. Uh, coming from Flamengo, he'll have a lot to prove. Uh, he'll have to get adjusted to the Premier League. It's a different level of competition, but I'm pretty sure he'll do just fine. Um, moving on to Chelsea, who has been on a splurge. I mean, Chelsea has been absolutely ridiculous. I am super, super excited to see him uh, this season. Definitely top five contenders. Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure they'll put a lot of problems and ask a lot of questions. Um this year in the Prem, um, Ziyech, uh, <laughs> um, Werner, uh, Ben Chilwell, uh, it, it's, it's been insane. Uh, let's talk about the players who did leave, um, which is William and Pedro, which, uh, honestly, both of them, um, passed their prime, especially talking about William here. Um, he didn't confirm, he didn't play well enough last season. Pedro is a solid backup. Uh, but I think it was it was a good move for the club to to uh, unload these these two players and bring in some fresh new talent, uh, especially a guy like Ziyech, uh, Harvitz, uh, and Werner. Uh, pff, oh my goodness! I am super super excited to see these play uh, these these players uh, on the pitch. Frank Lampard was saying last season that he was begging the Chelsea supporters, "Stay with us, stay with us. We we have something in place for you." And well, guys, he de he delivered. All you Chelsea fans out there, I'm pretty sure you're absolutely ecstatic. Um, Werner uh, got on a scoring sheet as well. <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> uh, pretty pretty incredible transfer window for Chelsea, and and the longest time ever. Like Chelsea has has brought in top quality players that um, that look good. Things are looking incredibly good. They bought Ziet uh, from uh, Ajax for around $45 million. Tremendous, tremendous transfer. Um, moving on, Mario Icardi 
transferred from Inter to PSG. PSG acquired him for about $55 million. Um, we've, we've seen him play in a few games so far. Um, of course, with the with the departure of Edison Cavani, uh, they had to replace um, his spot with a striker that um, score goals, that is lethal in front of goal, that, that can finish... Um, that can be uh, also a finisher, but also um, uh, can lay back and play off Neymar and can play off Mbappe. And I'm pretty sure that Icardi can can be that guy. But um, he's 27 years old, and he'll he'll have to uh, confirm. He'll have to confirm, and he'll have to play uh, a lot better. Moving on, of course, uh, did mention uh, Timo Werner. Coming in from Leipzig in Germany for about sixty million, I think uh, it's one of the most uh, incredible transfers that Chelsea has done in a long time. It's gonna be really, really good for the Premier League. I think uh, Werner can definitely be one of the top scorers in the league. Um, he seems to to be having a great start. He seems to be uh, blending in in a team right off the bat, which uh, is what Frank Lampard wants. And uh, what Chelsea needs. Uh, also, uh, Morata just uh, was confirmed in Juventus on a loan move. So obviously, this this just makes absolute perfect sense. I think I think uh, Lampard was was on a a, a streak this year, and uh, I'm I'm really 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 excited to see uh, Werner uh, playing for Chelsea. Moving on, um, Madrid offloaded a bunch of players uh, this transfer windows and we'll start with uh, Ashraf Hakimi I honestly think that he was one of the top prospects he can play as a right back he can play as a left back we've seen him play before at uh, at Madrid uh, solid performances Uh, he was on loan uh, at Borussia Dortmund definitely confirmed over there too like he he had really good performances and i quite don't understand why they would sell him to enter for 45 million dollars i think this was a mistake and i do understand that now madrid has ferland mendy which they can rely on but he's a left back i'm pretty sure that um hakimi is is going to confirm he's a young player hungry um and he's he's gonna do very well in Inter. I'm pretty sure he's gonna do tremendous in uh in Italy. Moving on, um maybe a surprise for some. Uh Leroy Sane moving from Manchester City to Bayern Munich for about fifty-five million dollars. I think uh this was definitely a great transfer for the current holders of the Champions League. Uh, it's Bayern is pretty much the hottest team right now. They won 8-0 in their first Bundesliga game. Welcome back. <laughs> um, I think I think uh, Leroy Sané is, is going to find a, a club that is willing to play him. I'm, I'm pretty sure that uh, he'll get adjusted in Germany. Um, and uh, it's it's I'm, I'm pretty sure the Bundesliga fans are, are going to be excited to see him uh, play. Moving on, um, Napoli got in Victor Osiman from Lille for about $83 million. Uh, this one, I'm not sure if uh, Gennaro Gattuso had, has, uh, <laughs> had made a good call. It's a lot of money for a player that hasn't 
hasn't really confirmed so far and uh I, I i do understand that they needed some firepower in napoli but is he gonna be the guy to to provide him the goals that they need and, and and to be competitive in the future it's a risky move uh for 82 million dollars um i i hope gattuso got it right but uh that remains to be seen manchester city uh got two transfers in one day um on august 4th actually it was two separate days but yeah august 4th and august 5th uh, they got ferran torres and nathan ake ake of course coming on from bournemouth uh, a really 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 solid defender and i'm pretty sure that he is gonna find it very easily to get adjusted since he's been playing in the premier league for a while now um looking at the current defender situation in Manchester City, you have Kyle Walker, John Stones, Emmerich Laporte, Benjamin Mendy, and uh, Cancelo. And, uh, of course, Otamendi as well, the veteran. Um, I'm pretty sure he's going to have a lot of playing time. Um, he, he he was one of the stars last season. Really, really good prospect. Uh, he's only 25 years old. He still has a lot to grow. And with a coach like Guardiola, I'm pretty sure that he's going to find a, a spot in a defensive side. Ferran Torres coming in from Valencia. Really, really good prospect. I think he got a really good price for him. Uh, Guardiola paid $27 million for him. Um, as Leroy Sané uh, joined Bayern, uh, I'm pretty sure... Uh, <laughs> This transfer only made sense to get in a young guy with uh, a lot of potential, super, super fast, uh, really, really skilled uh, dribbling from this guy. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure that uh, this, this, this youngster is going to be one to watch for sure. Moving on to Manchester United, um, we'll talk about Alexis Sanchez right now. Um, of course, <laughs> the guy that came in for the money, right? Um, he was paid about 400,000 pounds per week and he scored about not about exactly five goals in 45 games in one and a half seasons plus some injuries um one word uh catastrophe i don't know what united was thinking when they they got him um from uh, in a like a uh, very controversial deal. I know Patrice Evra was very, very uh, vocal about players that come to Manchester United just for the money. And uh, of course, he didn't confirm. He didn't play well. And now he's on a free transfer to Inter. Who uh, he's he's uh, I, I'm pretty sure he can have a, a decent uh, spell in Italy. Uh, but still. Um, that remains to be seen. Um, he hasn't been himself lately. Uh, that pacey, very dangerous guy in the last third of the pitch um, remains to be seen. Moving on to uh, Tottenham, who has made some pretty interesting moves. And uh, we'll talk about Pierre-Emile Hoiberg. He comes in from Southampton for about $20 million. Um, he's a guy that doesn't... Um, contribute a lot in the offensive side but he can definitely win a lot of balls in the middle of the field i'm not sure that it's exactly what Mourinho wanted i'm 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 um supp supposedly he's looking to have uh 
a backup, a solid backup in every single position. And um, he was just, uh, I was just watching a press conference uh, after the, the victory um, that they had of a very, very solid victory that it had with Son scoring three goals. We'll talk about it a little bit later. Uh, but he was saying that he's looking to get in another striker and long and behold, Gareth Bale. <laughs> back to the club that promoted him in uh, European football. He was one of the top prospects at the time before leaving to Madrid. He, they were playing him as a left back. Uh, he could do the offensive side. He could do the defensive side. Uh, he had a long throw that was pretty much like a corner. Very, very pacey, super high stamina. Um, and that was Gareth Bale. That was... Uh, the, the young prospect that got him to Madrid, well, he fell out of favor. Uh, a lot of Spanish newspapers were saying that Gareth Bale never blended in in Spain. He never wanted to learn the language. He never got along with his teammates that well. Um, you can see it in the way Sergio Ramos speaks about it, in the way that uh, Marcelo spoke about him. That is a pretty quiet guy. That is a pretty, uh, 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 he's pretty silent. He, he just comes in, does his job and, and leaves, which honestly, I mean, that, that's okay also. But for, for whatever reason, he was never liked. And, and Madrid has been a very awkward club, um, with him. And, and I, I don't know. It's just not professional what has happened with, with the guy. Love him or hate him. If the guy doesn't want to be there, why do you still want to keep him there and uh, pay him a ton of money just to play golf? It has absolutely no sense. He should have left a long time ago. They should have sold him to China. They had some offers coming from China for a lot of money. And then they said, uh, no, we don't want you to make a lot more money in China. We'll just keep you here and not play you. Um, poor judgment from Madrid. But I'm pretty sure that he'll find uh, he'll find a lot of support from the English fans coming back to Tottenham, and um, we'll see. Is this the striker that Mourinho was talking about, or he's actually trying to get somebody else? Because as as we know, Tottenham right now has Harry Kane, uh, but other than that, they they don't have anybody that plays like him. When you put in somebody like Lucas you automatically change the tactics because Lucas cannot do the same things that. Harry Kane can, and you automatically have to switch, switch the gameplay. Uh, don't play a long ball. He he's not a, a target striker, and uh, a lot a lot of moving pieces have have to come together for Lucas to actually blend in uh, the game system like that. Is Bale the right striker for Tottenham right now what do you guys think do you think that he'll get adjusted real quick or he'll have uh, some issues getting adjusted of course his fitness level is not there we saw it at the national team level as well um, they played it for 45 minutes and then he got subbed off because of fitness obviously so we'll see we'll see but um as, as far as it looks, Tottenham and English fans in general are really happy to see him back in England, so we wish him the best of luck. Moving on, Juventus unloaded uh, Blaise Matuidi. Um, yeah, he wasn't getting any younger. He's 33, but he won the World Cup with France. A solid, solid player. I think a move 
to enter Miami in the MLS. Congratulations, David Beckham. I think uh, it's, it's he's definitely a Class A player, super strong in the midfield, uh, more on the defensive side, stamina for days. I think that he's a, a tremendous addition to the MLS. Absolutely. Moving on, uh, William <laughs> was signed by Arsenal. Again, uh, another controversial signing by Arsenal. I'm not sure how William makes any sense for Arsenal right now since he hasn't been playing well uh, in the past couple seasons. I'm not sure how he'll find a spot in Arsenal, but uh, we we can wish him the best of luck. Um, going back to Tottenham, uh, they acquired Joe Hart for free. Of course, he's not going to be the main goalkeeper. Lloris is the main goalkeeper over there, and it's going to be like that for a lot of years. But you can't get a better backup goalkeeper than Joe Hart, especially when you get him for free. Uh, extraordinary transfer. Really good job for Mourinho over there. Moving on, uh, Chelsea with Ben Chilwell that I mentioned before. Uh, it cost them about $65 million. Clearly one of the best left backs in the Prem right now. Uh, they also got Thiago Silva and Malang Sar, which are really, really solid players. Yeah, the, uh, don't get me wrong. Thiago Silva, 35 years old, but he is a strong choice. They have Christensen over there. Uh, I don't know. Christensen, I think he's, he's not the top of the top in terms of uh, Premier League defenders. I, I think Thiago Silva can definitely play uh, and, and be a first choice and he would be chosen over Christensen. Uh, but that is just me. It depends depends on Frank Lampard, obviously, on, on how he'll organize his Chelsea side. But uh, to snag him for free like that, even at 35, I think he's a pretty, a, a pretty solid transfer. Moving on to Juventus again. Uh, Weston McKinney, they got him on loan from Schalke in Germany. Um, 21 years old, really good prospect. Um, there were reports that Juventus has an 18 million euros option to buy him if everything goes well. Juve do need a strong midfielder that can recover the ball. Um, if they, of course, they have Rabiot and they have uh, Aaron Ramsey, both of them, not very solid to be honest with you. Towards the end of the last season, Rabiot confirmed he started playing better. He started playing like like he used to play in PSG. Uh, personally, I was I was and still am pretty disappointed with Ramsey's performances. Uh, he doesn't seem to to be at at a level where he can be consistent every single game. He has some absolutely poor, poor, poor games. And then uh, every now and then he, he gets an assist. Uh, you see him more active in a game, but uh, he's not consistent at all. And I think it's, uh, it's, a, big, it's a big question mark there. But uh, Weston McKinney, hopefully a really good transfer. We'll have to see. Moving on to Tottenham again. They got Matt Doherty, um, the Irish defender, for $15.9 million. Uh, they definitely need options at fullback, and um, what better what better option than Matt Doherty, uh, who has tremendous uh, experience in the Premier League? Um, I think I think they did a very good job with Matt Doherty, and uh, 
given the fact that he already knows the the championship, he'll he'll do just well and he'll be a, a really solid uh, backup option. Moving on to Barcelona, offloading Rakitic to Sevilla for just about two million dollars. I think that um, it was a poor decision by Barcelona. This guy is only thirty two years old. He was a key part of uh, of the midfield over there. Um, I'm pretty sure this is another um, messy, um, chaos Barcelona move when he decided to go. And then a lot of other people started to say that, yeah, we'll leave too. And then they were very vocal about leaving. And then Messi realized that he couldn't go because of the release clause. And well, what do you know? Um, Vidal left. Suarez will leave. Rakitic left. Um... I'm not sure about this one. I think that Sevilla got the, the deal of a, of a century. Uh, Rakitic is only 32 years old. He still has a lot left in the tank. He is very creative. He can defend. He can attack. He can he can provide some killer balls. He can hold the ball. Uh, and, and he can develop some very dangerous plays. I think uh, Sevilla is going gonna, is gonna to have a lot of success with this transfer. Moving on to uh, Arsenal. Acquiring Gabriel Magales from Lille in uh, France. Of course, uh, another defender for Arsenal, uh, which they would need. Um, we just mentioned they weren't really happy with uh, with uh, uh, what they had. And now uh, they got Magales for $35 million. He's super young. I believe he's only 22 years old. Um, he'll have to face really, really tough opponents being in the Premier League now. But he'll be definitely one to watch. Moving on, uh, the exchange that was made, um, almost an exchange, uh, if you wish, from Juventus and Barcelona. And I'm talking in particular about uh, Marilyn Pjanic and uh, Arthur Mello. I think that Barcelona once again got the short end of the stick. Pjanic, um, on on. Let's be honest here. He played pretty bad the entire last season for Juventus. I don't know if he knew that he was going to leave or whatnot. But for $67 million to get uh, Pjanic, who's uh, on his way out, he's 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 he still has a lot in the tank, but he hasn't proven that he wants uh, he wants to be in the top level again. Uh, he, he, he didn't show that in, in Juventus. Uh, He's way, way, um, he's not motivated. He's not motivated at all. Absolutely not motivated. His performances from Roma seemed like a long time ago and he didn't even close, uh, didn't even get close to that level again. And, uh, is he going to do that in Barcelona on their new management? I, I don't know. I think Juventus got a better end of the deal with, uh, Arthur. Uh, young player, 24 years old, uh, massive potential. Um, and it's pretty much like a, a swap move in between him and Pjanic, who's 30. I'm, it's, it's, I'm pretty sure that uh, Juventus will come ahead in this one. Moving on to Manchester United, acquiring Donny van der Beek. Amazing transfer, $53 million. Um what can you say? Ajax sold a bunch of players. This transfer windows, it, it, everybody was uh, was counting down the days when 
Ziyech left, when uh, Van den Beek left, um, they they have a tremendous talented team. They had <laughs> now uh, a lot of people are getting transferred, and uh, it's exactly it's exactly what um, Manchester United needed. He definitely confirmed right away. Um, he scored in his first game. Um, I think he's going to be a very solid player in the middle of the pack for. Um, for Man United, I think Ole had uh, had his has set his eyes on this guy for a long time, and now uh, I'm I'm pretty sure that uh, Man United fans will definitely look forward to see him connect with uh, Bruno Fernandes, and uh, yeah, definitely uh, one to watch. Uh, moving on, I uh, had already mentioned Kai Harvitz, uh from uh, Bayer Leverkusen. Moving on to uh, Chelsea, it is an absolute banger of a transfer. Eighty-two million, um, a lot of money, yes, but Harvitz has a ton of potential. Um, and you put him together with Ben Chilwell. You put him together with Ziyech. Uh, uh, it's it's gonna be a tremendous season for for Chelsea. I'm absolutely sure that uh, Harvitz is gonna confirm, and he's gonna be one of the top players uh, of the league, no doubt about it. Uh, moving on, James Rodriguez finally getting his move from Real Madrid to Everton for thirty million dollars. Uh, he's been on the fence with Zidane since uh, what twenty fifteen or something like that. Like it's. It's been a while. It's been a long, long time since uh, uh, James was was a, a first team player for Madrid. Not not uh, in good terms with with Zidane. They had tried to uh, loan him to Bayern, where uh, he did have he did have some very very solid performances. But uh, yeah. He he moves on to uh, Everton to reunite with one of his favorite managers, Ancelotti, um, and uh, I'm I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure that he'll uh, he'll come uh, come back strong. He'll get back his fitness, and I'm pretty sure that he's gonna confirm. Uh, Hamas is is by no means a, a bad player. He's he's a very solid player that that has a, a lot of potential that can provide that spark that can provide that magic that Everton needs and I'm pretty sure that he'll be a, a, a key player for them in the near future uh, moving on to uh, Alphonse Areola who moved from uh, PSG of course uh, he was on loan uh, now he's gonna try his luck into uh, the Premier League at Fulham very solid keeper uh, he had uh, a lot of competition, but then again, moving on to a team like Fulham, um, I'm 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 pretty sure that he's gonna be a first choice. So uh, I'm uh, I'm absolutely stoked to see how Fulham does this season as well. Moving on uh, to Juventus again, um, Higuain left uh, to Inter Miami, uh, as we all know. Again, another solid transfer for David Beckham, uh, Gonzalo Higuain, and um, and Blaise Matuidi, former teammates in Juventus, now teammates in Inter Miami. Um, it's it's a huge, 
it's huge for the MLS. It's huge for David Beckham. It's huge for Inter Miami. Uh, he's the highest paid player in the league. Um, still playing well. He's only 32. He can easily play another three years. Um, it's uh, it, it's it's huge. It's huge for the MLS. A lot of people are going to watch Inter uh, Miami just because of Higuain right now, just because of Blaise Matuidi. Um, amazing transfers. Amazing, amazing transfers. Moving on um, to Liverpool. Not a lot of movement in Liverpool, but a key movement. They acquired Thiago Alcantara from Bayern. Um, what can you say? <laughs> Why would you sell a, a guy like Thiago Alcantara? I have no idea, but let me tell you what. Um, this guy is, is, is a tremendous talent. Only 29. He can still play. Uh, if you want creativity, you want an experienced midfielder, you want a midfielder that can do it all, he's your guy. And I'm absolutely sure given Klopp's uh, managerial abilities that he'll manage to uh, to create a system where uh, Thiago, Thiago Alcantara will start and uh, he'll connect very well with uh, Mane and uh, with Salah, with Firmino. Um very uh things are looking good for liverpool absolutely um we already mentioned gareth bale that went on loan to uh tottenham um i'm pretty sure that he would hope that uh tottenham is going to make a move after um his loan contract expires moving on um another transfer that um I'm not. I'm not sure that Madrid got the got uh, got it right with this one. Sergio Reguilón, the left back, the young left back, got transferred to Tottenham for thirty-five million dollars. Again, uh, they do have Ferlin Mendy, who's uh, an amazing player, but still, uh, I I think Tottenham got the got a deal with this guy for thirty-five million. He's very young, twenty-three years old. Um, not not super super good defensively, but he has some offensive spurts that that put him uh, up there with the best. Tremendous potential. Uh, I think Mourinho had has he he still has an eye for really good young players, and uh, I think he he scored big with this one as well. Uh, moving on, Diogo Jota coming in from Wolves uh, for fifty three million. Uh, Wolves definitely cashed in on this one. Um, Liverpool bringing in uh, Jota to uh, to have. I I think he'll be like a backup because honestly, I mean, who is gonna disrupt the trio of uh, Mane, Salah, and Firmino? Uh, but still, uh, you you constantly heard him last season. Uh, Klopp was was complaining that uh, he needs to rotate. He needs to rotate, but. Uh, doesn't have a lot of choices and he would put youngsters in and all of that stuff. So uh, there's a lot of competition now. I'm pretty sure that uh, the existing players in the squad are, are going to push even more. And, uh, you know, more competition creates a better performance overall. So I think uh, it's uh, it's it's really good what's going on right now in Liverpool. Uh, definitely favorites for the for the for winning the Premier League again. So we'll have to see.
let's switch gears for a second and talk about some of the games that uh, have happened last uh, weekend. Let's talk about Chelsea Liverpool for a second. That red card that made a huge difference. Um, I'm still not sure if that was an actual red card. Uh, it, it definitely looked a little bit like <laughs> it wasn't. It was an orange card, right? <laughs> it was. Um, it was a difference maker. It was the kicker between the two teams. Uh, if if you watch the game, honestly, the first half was uh, anybody's half. To be honest, both teams had uh, had chances. Both teams were dangerous. Both teams were attacking. But of course, uh, once Christensen got his uh, red card and got sent off, I was absolutely sure that uh, Klopp will will come out with a recipe after halftime to uh, to make Liverpool win, and uh, they sure did. Two quick goals from Sadio Mane in the fiftieth and fifty fourth minute, and um, that's all she wrote basically. Uh, moving on, another interesting game was uh, Tottenham versus Southampton. Hong, uh, Hong Ming Son with a hat trick and uh, actually uh, not a hat trick he actually scored four goals I mean <laughs> what a game what a game he had a spectacular game again Son one of my favorite uh, Premier League players uh, amazing to watch amazing character uh, Harry Kane managing to get himself on a score sheet as well uh, having uh, three assists in that game all of them to Son he was phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. Real Madrid got to play uh, Real Sociedad, uh, starting off their season with a draw, nil-nil. Uh, Davi Silva, uh, Silva made his debut for Sociedad, but it wasn't enough. Um, Madrid dominated possession with close to 70%, but the biggest chance in the game was a one-on-one situation. Isak against Courtois was uh, where the keeper kept him out. Um... You know, started out with the left, but, um, you know, there's room for improvement for sure, and I'm pretty sure they will. Um, back in Italy, Juventus played against Amdoria. They won 3-0. Kulosevsky with a debut goal. Ronaldo getting on a score sheet. Uh, things were looking good. Um, for Juventus, Pirlo <laughs> just got his coaching badge four days before his first game as a head coach of Juventus. If you can't believe that, uh, he it was it was a very interesting appointment. I'm I'm pretty sure that the club is, um, you know, Pochettino is still available. Uh, there's uh, other more experienced managers available. Like to begin with, I I was pretty shocked when I saw they appointed Sari to I. I mean, if you look at Juventus last season, they they barely made it through, and they were lucky because Lazio dropped uh, a ton of points in the last few games. Because otherwise, it would have been tough, really tough. I didn't feel that Sarri had the resume to to be the coach of Juventus. Uh, he, b- besides the the Euro Cup that he won with Chelsea, he had absolutely nothing left in his resume he didn't win anything spectacular uh and i don't know how and why was he chosen to be the coach for juventus but obviously that ended in a disaster players were not happy uh fans were not happy um the team was not playing well uh we didn't see that champagne football and the sorry ball as he calls it we didn't see any sorry balls for the entire year um ronaldo had a good season um but 
that's that's uh, it was not a great appointment and um let's not forget that Pirlo before being appointed as a uh, being appointed as a head coach he was appointed as a head coach for the under 23 team of Juventus and what was it like a week later he he got the appointment that he's going to uh play with the big guys it will definitely be fun to see him go head to head with uh, Gennaro Gattuso as well uh former Italian teammates and whatnot um yeah we'll see pretty interesting decision um again there's there's other choices out there for Juventus and uh they decided to go uh, with one of their legends an absolute legend um and uh I I really do hope that uh it will be a great season for Pirlo and the company games to look forward to would be um Saturday the 26th um Brighton Hove Albion against Manchester United of course Manchester United coming in after a very painful loss against Crystal Palace where Zaha put on a clinic uh fans are already starting to criticize Ole nothing new over there um I I think uh, Manchester United fans need to be patient there's a lot of moving parts right now um and I'm pretty sure they'll uh they'll come back with a win there's Crystal Palace uh, against Everton, uh, West Brom against Chelsea. I'm pretty sure Chelsea's going to bounce back with a win over there. Um, in Italy, we have uh, Inter against Fiorentina, who would be a, a good game to watch. And then moving on, um, Newcastle against Tottenham, uh, Man City against Leicester City. Um, and then I believe... Um, we have, uh, yeah, we do have uh, Aceroma playing against Juventus. Um, that'll be on uh, ESPN Plus if you guys have it. And uh, for Monday, we'll have uh, Derby, Derby Day in England, Liverpool against uh, Arsenal. Um, really, really interesting game to see. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure that uh, if I would have to bet. Um, I will put my money on Liverpool. Uh, they look pretty good, and I'm pretty sure they have uh, they'll have enough to uh, to get the three uh, the the three points against Arsenal. Well, my friends, thank you very much for listening. Um, that's all I have for you today. We'll see you on the next one.